0: You know, you know what? You know what? We should do a special edition for this. Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour, a show where one person has failed us miserably. You only have one job to do, and Staryan. Why did you set him up to this?
1: This podcast has naughty words. If you don't like it, fuck ya. Foolish Works presents the Hypothetical Hour. Asterisk.
2: Welcome to Foolish Works Presents The Hypothetical Hour, the show where a group of thespians congregate to discuss the most important questions in life. On the panel today, behold the Lord High Executioner, it's Darian! He is a very model of a modern major general. It's Jake and Ryan.
1: Yeah, see, that was good. Yeah, Yeah, that that was good. I think I might
0: have maxed out the audio on this too when I was yelling, but never mind. We'll fix it 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 in post. It doesn't matter. You
1: can't (laughs) fix that in post. Let's not lie to ourselves. (laughs) Some things cannot be fixed in post.
2: You're an arsehole.
1: That can't be fixed in post either. (laughs)
2: I hate you. I hate you so much. I love you both. All right. Read out our listener submitted answer from last week. That is totally uploaded already. It was uploaded on the 31st. Yeah. No questions.
1: Absolutely on time. The listeners have heard it. They have uh, enjoyed it. Enjoyed it. They have enjoyed it very much. Very much. Everything went up. We went off without a hitch, and here's our uh, favourite listener-supported answer. Submitted answer. Submitted answer. It was just uh just one word. It was no. So yeah.
2: Was it was it just no it? once, or was it, it no was, repeated several it times? Just, it was just
1: no once, and no. Okay, the subject was also no. So yeah.
2: Uh, did they was it anonymous, or did they leave a username?
1: It it just says no.
2: Right. The body of the text is no.
1: The the subject is no. The body is no. The sender is no at no dot no. I'm pretty sure that's spoofed. Uh, yeah, it just says no.
2: Well, we're obviously we're obviously popular if we're getting mail.
1: Yes, extremely.
2: Oh On o- to deciding the turn order. How are we deciding t- the turn order today, Darian?
1: Uh, I don't know. I don't have the page open.
2: Uh, Ryan, how are we how are we deciding to an order today?
1: I don't know. Um, it's It's him. the
2: Mornington a- Crescent thing. You need to run this, Ryan. I don't even understand. Well, no, no, it no is. but I've
0: got here I've got here list the Gilbert and Sullivan plays, then list them backwards uh divided by that italian play with the sad clown which i've forgotten the title of right. uh, and then allocate to each supporting actor so that that leaves us with uh, since we only have three actors and it leaves us with the main comical and uh the tree right so so looking looking at our previous work history i can see here that it's uh it's jake darian and
1: then ryan i wasn't listening so i'll agree
0: okay on to the scenarios
2: I guess I'm first.
1: Are you? Are you first, Jake? Am I first? Yeah, are I'm you th- first? I'm first. Okay, I'm first. I thought you were Jake, but if you're first... Wait, who's on first? Uh, Jake, More? I think.
2: Jake's on first, right. Okay,
1: I'm up. Yeah, no. Well, maybe? I thought you were first.
2: I, I'm pretty sure I was first. You are sentenced to life in prison without parole or reprieve. You have one day before you have to hand yourself in. or the bobbies snatch you away from your loved
1: ones. That was not written in the question.
2: What will you do with your there last day There are no bobbies. Of...
0: Okay, well, no you, bobbies? You can't
1: use that word. That's their word. <laughs> That's their word? Well, we're, we're kind appropriation, of- appropriation, Jake. We're kind we're of British. We're not British. We're not British.
0: That's cultural appropriation,
1: Jake. It's cultural appropriation. It? I won't stand for it.
0: No, I'll sit down. But I like
2: it. I'm British. Don't you say? Oh, gosh.
1: Well, could you lend me a couple quid then?
2: Oh, yeah? Alright, and we could go have a bit of a cheeky Nando's. Then lend me some Dosh, will you,
1: mate? (laughs) (laughs) They're all gonna hate us. Cheeky Nando's sounds like a sex thing.
0: Yeah, I thought it was too.
2: You are sentenced to life in prison without parole or reprieve. You have one day before you have to hand yourself in. What will you do with your last day of freedom? If you try to escape, how do you attempt to escape? Do you succeed or fail?
0: Actually, before we go into the question, did you think, um, did you, did you think when you were reading that, about to say, you were sentenced to life in Cheeky Nando's? (laughs) (laughs) You're, you're sentenced to a life of deliciousness. Sentenced to Cheeky Nando's without (laughs)
1: peri-peri. Anyway, so, yeah, me, uh, I, I'm gonna go the boring route and answer it seriously. Assuming that I actually did whatever crime I am accused of and it's not something stupid like, you know, political dissidents or something, you know, something that could get me out with a change of regime, as it were. Uh, probably just kill myself. Because that doesn't sound... Wow. Yeah. Well, life in prison doesn't sound very fun. Uh...
2: You know, we are a comedy podcast. We are podcast, a podcast. Listen, I'd- we're a comedy podcast, okay. and you just okay. suggested you're going to commit I'd- suicide. I'd commit
1: suicide in a clown suit. <laughs> I'd rent a clown costume, kiss that deposit goodbye because uh, they're not getting that suit back in one piece. But yeah, uh, assuming I didn't do it, or it was uh, one of the aforementioned stupid crimes, uh, then uh, probably just spend all my savings on hookers and blow, and then turn myself in after contacting the Innocence Project. Well, maybe not the blow, because then I would have done a crime. Maybe just gambling.
2: I mean, if you got it in a place where it's legal, I'm not sure if that that place exists, but... Yeah. So, so are you killing yourself, or are you not no, killing no, no, yourself? no. I- if
1: I did it... Then or kill myself if I right. didn't do it. Spend everything on hookers and gambling, and then I'd turn myself in after contacting the Innocence Project, which are, of course, the you know they investigate these cases and things. I've heard
2: of the Innocence Project before. I'm yeah. just but not ex- sure if they take your case. Yeah, they after... probably
1: wouldn't. So I, you know, the equivalent of it, because I'm pretty sure they they work on cases before good DNA evidence was a thing. You know? Right. Pretty sure. But you know, I, if I didn't do it, and I can convince someone I didn't do it. I
2: mean, what if it was something you did what if it's something you did that you were proud of
1: that would fall under the uh you know political dissidents sort of thing where i just go to jail and uh sit there and be like ha ha oh
2: so you'd just be boring i'd just
1: be boring what am i gonna do how am i gonna escape come on you've seen me what am i gonna do
0: play fallout 4
1: yeah exactly i just play <laughs> fallout 4 and they they come arrest me and take me to jail forever <laughs>
0: You had one job, Darian. One job. All right, Ryan, answer the question. I don't want to, Jake. I don't think I want to. But but if I did, if if I did, and I probably have to because now I've committed myself to this podcast. Um, I I would I would not be in prison. I would go into hiding for a few good years. The way this question is worded, anyway. And then and then I'd reappear as, as as a presidential candidate running on a platform to shut down that prison because that prison has a terrible program. If they're releasing prisoners on the last day of their execution before their execution. I mean, come on. What's what kind of prison? What kind of prison are they running, Jake? Here, a terrible one, that's for sure. By
1: getting executed.
2: Uh, there was no mention of execution, Ryan. You, just life in prison. Uh, this isn't this isn't life the in US, prison US is Ryan. prison is Jake. We're talking about Australia. You know, there's no there's no death punishment. sentences.
1: Unless and, and unless and Ryan, were you smuggling drugs to Indonesia in your butthole?
2: Oh, he might have been doing I'm that. I'm
1: pretty sure he no, was doing that. No, it it was not. like life, Ryan. Life life Ryan, just life. to
2: let you prison know, smuggling essentially... things up your butthole isn't hygienic, nor is
1: it healthy especially not life
0: Indonesia. life imprisonment is a death sentence that's the whole point of life imprisonment
1: okay I guess, I, life. Guess I guess you're still alive you can still see true. your loved one they that slowly execute you jake through aging but life is also a death sentence so
2: well i didn't realize we get this philosophical it's
1: um it's not really philosophical it's about as well, it... life
2: life is a death sentence yeah. is a very that's it's a very about heavy deep... statement yeah, it's
1: heavy it's an illusion of freedom no. <laughs> it's heavy like a, a kiddie pool, but it's also shallow like a kiddie pool.
2: So you're saying life is like a kiddie pool. Life
1: is like a kiddie pool. You never know what you're gonna get. Except except for water, plastic, and, and, pee. Disappointment. and, and disappointment,
0: and possibly, and possibly some little feces floating around because kids kids don't
1: know how to toilet. Well, how 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 young are we talking here, Ryan? Because you... well, it's, it's... even
2: my nephew, he's what two and a half. He you know wears diapers, Ryan. Yeah, but actually know, any 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 baby. Be young enough would be wearing a diaper or a we, nappy. we don't
1: call them diapers here. I
2: don't know. I've been too Americanized, haven't I? Yeah.
1: What the hell's wrong with you? Yeah.
2: I don't know. I think I need to be more strine.
1: Maybe be a bit less strine. That's mm. that's that's a bit <laughs> too extreme. You've gone from one extreme to the other. <laughs> Just, in a span you, of you've, you've one leapt, and a half minutes. You've leapt over the middle in a single bound you're like uh, Bogan Superman, and I don't like it.
2: That's just the guy I am, Darian. Bogan, it's just the guy Bogan I am. Bogan
0: Superman tried to get to Perth. Missed Perth, went around the world, and ended up in America. But anyway, Jake, um, let's, let's get back to the question here. What would what what, what what, would, you do on the last day of your life being sentenced to prison? Visit Canberra. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... <laughs> Why <laughs> but, would <for> you? Canberra. <laughs> <you're> <laughs> No,
2: no, I'd have a huge party. I'd have a huge party at my place so I could spend my final hours of freedom with my family and friends. After the big party, of course, I would then place myself in suspended... An- After my big party, I would then place myself in suspended animation so as not to endure life in prison unless I'm being visited by my family or friends. But
1: would they let you? Would they let you do that?
2: Well, no, no. I See, I have... The suspended animation machine in my in my garage, and so they would have no choice but to take the machine with them after I've just wouldn't, stepped in after the party. would they
1: just take you out of the machine?
2: Well, no, I'd lock myself in.
1: They just unlock it. They've got all the time in the world.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, they're gonna have to they're gonna have to pry me from my cold undead hands.
1: Besides, if they take the whole machine, does it doesn't have a self contained power source. If they just ta- unplug it. Of
2: course, it has its self contained power source. That's
1: ridiculous. You can't minute rise power power. Like that. On the it subject it of... is
2: powered by fusion.
1: Now come on I know this is the hypothetical hour, but that is a step too far.
2: Look, it's the Mr. Fusion f- it's the Mr. Fusion from Back to the Future too, oh, okay? Two, okay? Yeah,
1: that's good.
0: On right. on the f- on happy. the subject right. of cryogenics and, and prison sentences, I never understood in the eighties why they were so obsessed with um, cryogenically freezing prisoners in the sci-fi movies and that. I'd, yeah, that's that, really that much is of a weird. Punishment. I mean
2: the on- the only upside really is you don't really have to feed that's, them. That's the major upside. Yeah, but the, 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 the whole the whole point
1: you don't kill them. You owners. don't
2: have to deal with their Violence—you don't have to deal with them complaining. Yeah, but the problem—the problem is the whole actually point, there are the whole quite point, a few upsides to it. Yeah,
0: but the whole—but the whole point of prison is that you have to have prisoners languishing in a confined area for day in and day out, and let, no, let them think no, about their thing. No. Putting them in cryogenic freezing is just like no, just going no. for a nap for twenty all right, years. All right, basically.
1: let's let's be real—the prison system is supposed to be about reformation, but it's not. Nobody bothers with reformation, so cryogenic freezing—the cryogenic freezing is just the logical end game. You don't have to care for them. There's no chance of violence. They can't escape because they're frozen. And it sidesteps the ethical morals of execution, even though you're basically doing the same thing.
2: I disagree that it's the logical conclusion. I think the logical conclusion is brainwashing and, uh, and re-education. That, no, I don't think so. Uh, that's I that's think, too much you know, effort. eventually they're just going to wipe people's brains and put new memories in. No, see, that's... That's what they're going to do. That's
1: just as unethical gonna as make the execution. They're going to make them
2: mindless I... slaves. It is unethical, More but I think that's where perhaps. we're. I think that's where we're going. I think that I'm not saying that it's ethical. I'm saying that's the logical conclusion to the current prison system I, that we
1: have now. I don't really agree with that.
0: You've played the first hour here of Fallout, Darian. I've played the be per- well aware
1: first 30 hours of Fallout, thank you. Yes,
0: but, but you know, so just they just went, Oh, Mr. Smith, we'll just put you in this decontamination chamber. Psych, it's a cryogenic chamber. We lied to you. Yeah, that's, and then you saw your wife that's die. That's a very and different thing. And then you woke thing. up in a wasteland. That's of, a very different
1: thing. Because that was in a nuclear apocalypse. That's... We're not still talking about... There
0: was no need for them to lie to that poor person. I still haven't played Fallout at all.
1: have haven't played Fallout at all no, not, no, not at all. all well pick up Fallout 3 or New Vegas or both when they go on they regularly go on sale for like a few bucks for the game of the year edition so it's good yeah they're pretty good I mean they're a Bethesda game so you know
2: as in versus Skyrim like versus Skyrim played how Skyrim
1: good? it's Skyrim with guns and the VAT system which is like it you can sort of go into it, it's like you pause the game and then you'd have a certain number of action points and you can like choose body parts to target and shoot at in combat body parts have different health, so like you can cripple limbs and things. Um it's it's pretty good. Uh it's a it's a Bethesda game, so you know, the old cliche applies, which is what is it, wide as an ocean, deep as a puddle. There's lots of things to do, but it's not very deep.
2: I mean, I thought Skyrim was kind it's, of it's f- deep
1: ish. It's very fun. Uh it's like a kiddie pool. The general agreement, I believe, is that New Vegas is better than Fallout Three, but personally I think Fallout Three has more replayability. I I think I just don't like the story of New Vegas as much. But yeah, well the next
2: time the next time it's, it, it goes on sale, I'll give it a look it's at. It's
1: very cool and Fallout 4 is well I like it a lot more. I think they've done a lot of cool things with it.
2: All right, uh, moving on to the next question.
1: All right, here we go. Okay, uh, a new species has been discovered. Give it a name. Briefly describe the creature. What were the circumstances under which it was discovered? And why does its discovery herald the end of humanity as we know it? Ryan. The tricky one.
0: Well, I, I'd probably discover a creature called the Monster Maximus. Essentially, it's... Like a lizard, but only the size of a skyscraper Damn. and breathes fire.
1: Ah, so Gojira. <laughs> gojira.
0: Well, you've just completely ruined that entire joke now, Darren. Ah, I was gojira. going to say, I found it on a, on a desolate volcanic island in the South Pacific and then seasonally migrates to Japan during the summer. Ah, Gojira.
1: <laughs> Hi.
2: Does. So, why does it herald the end of humanity as we know it?
1: It's a giant lizard that breathes fire. Jake. It's Kojiro. It's That's a good point. Yeah. And we can't nuke it because that just makes it stronger.
0: Unless we get like a team of five adolescent.
1: A team of five teenagers with attitude.
2: Actually, no. All <laughs> we need is Brian Cranston at the beginning of the film. And, and then and combining then he dies. together
0: into a giant robot and, and then fighting the monster Maximus and saving Tokyo by destroying half of
2: it. Why don't we build giant robots that are controlled? by teenagers' imaginations but the teenagers get emotionally and psychologically ruined and can accidentally be melded into the machines. Right, so
1: we're talking, what, like Godzilla meet? Made- it's uh alien meets Power Rangers meets uh thingy. Oh fuck, how did I forget the name? Meets a magical girl on You know, the one where the gimmick was two people in it. There was the Australian Oh, oh,
2: um South Pacific. South pa-
1: not South Pacific.
2: <laughs> no, that's the musical. <laughs> um, South Pacific. <laughs> a street a streetcar, a streetcar. No, Pacific Rim. <laughs> God damn, it. it's Pacific-, Pacific it is Pacific Rim. Rim. Why do I think South Pacific? I don't know. What's wrong with you? Although a Pacific Rim musical would be fucking amazing yes
1: we need a pacific rim musical that would be the best (laughs) thing ever to happen
2: yes actually really cool idea for duets and things it
1: would it would be great yeah it, it, it could be great you could have them singing in harmony and then like when they're clashing they're suddenly not singing in harmony
0: so essentially
2: it's, a, great. it's a line opera somebody write it okay I will try to write Pacific Rim the musical okay I'm
1: not sure you have the uh, copyright oh
2: that's okay I'll write it and then I'll send it to the, the creators of Pacific Rim and see if they like it and then they can steal it and then I will be one of those mad people wandering around saying they stole my idea for that musical you know and they'll be like yeah sure old Jake
1: what do you say crazy old homeless Jake yeah which is which is ironic because you're a homeowner you're young <laughs> and you're quite sane
0: yes yes crazy Jake answer
1: the question crazy old homeless okay, okay, Jake okay I'll
2: answer okay I'll answer the question the species that has been discovered is called a bingoon uh, the bingoon is eight feet tall beetle-like and is shaped like a bear it has long thin purple spines covering its back and its underside is green, soft, and jelly-like. It smells very faintly of watermelon. How does
1: it taste? By I watermelon. assume very
0: faintly
2: of watermelon. Ah. It's, to dis- it's to attract flies because it eats flies. Oh,
1: I see. Must eat a lot of flies.
0: It must be a lot. It flies. would eat
2: a lot of flies. It's like a whale it's, in that it's respect. Eight feet
1: tall. <laughs> yeah, it would eat a lot of flies. Yeah,
2: I mean, it would probably make all the flies go extinct unless
1: it's like eight feet tall and two centimeters across.
0: Unless, unless there was like a species <laughs> of flies that was the size of dogs.
1: Well, no, it's the, it's, it's the shape Actually, of a be bear, scary.
2: so it wouldn't be two centimeters across.
1: Maybe it is the shape of a bear don't, don't from the flies. side,
2: like a very, <laughs> a very malnourished a very, bear. No, no,
1: from the side, it looks like a bear, but head-on, it's just a line. <laughs> It's like a two-dimensional bear.
2: A 2D (laughs) bear beetle thing. It's a flat bear. Mm. Anyway, it was discovered by a gentleman by the name of Harold von Pinkerbottom of the Linguini Institute while he was searching for his keys between the cushions of his
1: sofa. Did you just do, like, a Mad Lib? Is that what you're doing here? Yeah, you did a Mad Lib.
2: No, that wasn't a Mad Lib. I'm pretty
1: sure you're doing a Mad Lib. Life imprisonment, no
2: parole. No, I thought of that myself. That wasn't a Mad Lib at all. 15 years in the
0: dungeon. (laughs)
2: Von Pinkerbottom had just received new prescription glasses the day before. He realised during his search his sofa had been a bingoon all along.
1: This is a hundred percent an ad lib. It's not yeah. an
2: ad lib. It's not. It's hundred percent. I wrote this myself.
1: Yeah, you word wrote prison, them, You wrote it yourself, and then you filled in all the adjectives and no,
2: nouns. No, no, that's not. <laughs> fifty years, fifty years
0: in the penitentiary. <laughs>
1: Parole.
2: <laughs> anyway, as it turns out, the bingoon was playing a game of hide and seek the whole time. After being found, the bingoon reset the simulation the uni- the universe had been running under since the dawn of time. Apparently, virtual time. Since the simulation ceases, life as we know it ends, and we restart the simulation for another round of find the bingoon.
1: That sounds like a, that's a very convoluted game.
2: Yeah, everyone in the world is playing this game, except nobody knows it.
0: Whatever happened well, we, to find the of The,
2: the, 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 the universe has probably <laughs> been reset or. Ready. Probably several times, you know. Who will be the next person to find the
0: Bingoon?
1: It's Jim. It's always fucking Jim. Well, last I, time I, was I Harold. Actually, I
0: have a question about this Bingoon. What happens if it goes on a journey of self discovery? <laughs>
1: <laughs> it finds
0: itself! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Well, then it resets the simulation indefinitely, and thus the world will, the universe will never exist.
1: Well, well we're stuffed then.
2: Well, no, we're virtual, we can't be stuffed.
1: We can, if you we're set the right stuffed. settings.
2: Can you stuff a virtual thing? Of
1: course you yeah, can. Yeah, we're virtually with, stuffed. With virtual stuffing. Oh, mm-hmm. okay.
2: Well, that was, that was pretty
0: easy to answer. Yes. Dorian, what's your amazing creature?
1: Alright, uh, mine is the Vainy Gona. Mm. The Vainy Gona? The Veiny Gona. The name refers to its mottled coloration. Brown spots on red skin. Closely and giving the appearance of being webbed with veins, but it's not actually very veiny, it's quite smooth. Ah. It was discovered during an environmental survey of an industrial area. It's a small, common, unthreatening lizard, and it's completely harmless.
2: Right. Mm. So, why does it herald the end of humanity as we know it? It
1: only survives in an atmosphere with a CO2 level of above 5%. Oh my god, the possums are fighting in my roof. Can you hear them? No. I can't hear them. They at might all. be on the recording. Darian's,
0: Darian's going crazy. It'll be it'll be
2: on
1: the recording. It might it's not fine. be because I'm using my shitty mic, but the possums are in the roof scrabbling around and screaming.
0: And this was the first time we found that Darian was descending into madness.
2: <laughs> so why why does it herald the end of humanity as we know it? I'd...
1: They only survive in an atmosphere with a CO2 level above 5%.
0: Ah, essentially, we cannot live in an atmosphere above five percent of the I'm robots.
1: suggesting that they, are a creature that has adapted to a situation that's already bad for humanity,
2: right? Yep. So, well, if they discovered it, wouldn't they die before they discovered it? If well, it was it was, it was in in discovered those...
1: during a survey of an industrial area where the atmosphere was right. worse than the rest of it. But it's once the planet's that far gone, I think there's that's a point of no return. In it.
0: Mm. that's fair enough. Hopefully, we would have colonized. Mars by then. So it's
2: more of a red flag than anything.
1: A, b- a brown and red flag, yes.
2: A brown and red flag. Not so veiny, though, no, as it seems. Not,
1: not as vainy at all as it seems.
0: Pack up your shuttles and go to space. Colonize the moon. Or Mars. Or both. Mm. What
2: if I don't want to colonize the moon or Mars?
1: Well, try Venus.
2: That'd be a terrible idea. Yeah. Venus is probably one of the most inhospitable planets in the solar yeah, system. Yeah, that's
1: why I'm sending you there. Why? <laughs> why am I all of a sudden going to Venus? Fuck because you. No, I to
0: a life of sitting on uncomfortable <laughs> lounges and lukewarm tea.
2: I, I don't want to go to another planet. I wouldn't mind going to
0: space, but I don't want to go to another planet. I'd die. Well, you'd probably die in space too. Yeah, but space, but space has absolutely nothing. At least the planet has rocks. Rocks and dirt, and atmosphere. poisonous gases. has some things,
2: really. <laughs> think about the, just the epicness of being killed by nothing, okay? As opposed to being killed by something so mundane as a rock.
1: You, you must think it's pretty epic to be a <laughs> then.
2: I'm going to cut that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not funny. It's just sad.
0: Yeah, darian's really bringing this podcast down tonight. <laughs>
2: Yeah, first he commits suicide, then he makes me seem like a terrible person. Well, you are a terrible
1: Incuses
0: person. Accuses me of smuggling drugs.
1: In your arsehole, don't forget that. Yep. Yeah, it's very unhygienic, Ryan. You oh. shouldn't do that. And if one bursts, then you're pretty much just dead.
0: Yeah. People people there's probably a psychiatrist sitting at home now listening to all of our episodes going, mm, this Ryan, he's he's a psychotic murderer who smuggles drugs in his in his rear end. I'm pretty sure if a
2: psychiatrist started listening to the podcast, he'd be billing us. <laughs> Or, or excuse she, me, she'd excuse be me. I, I did an online we'll psychopathic
0: test and I got a six. You need to have at least a minimum of twelve to be considered a psychopathic. I'm halfway there. Darian, yes. Oh yeah, you already told I us already your thing. It. I suppose <laughs> it's my question. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's your question. What is the next big blockbuster of 2016?
2: Spaceballs 2: The Switch for More Money. Oh, no, I, I wish. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. How fucking great would that be? No, no, my actual, my actual answer. Even though that would be fucking amazing, it's it's the only logical answer, really. BattleBots the movie.
0: Wasn't there already a movie about that made by that guy that did, did Trick Nine? Oh no, that was Charlie about itself, a self-aware robot.
2: No, BattleBots the movie. You know BattleBots?
1: BattleBots. That was one of the yeah. one of the two series, one of the two main series where you'd... there was
2: BattleBots and Beat, not Beast Wars. Beast Wars. Beast Wars was a, was a Transformers, Transformers thing. Uh, I'm I'm robot gonna, Wars. Gonna
1: robot Wars. Real Steel.
2: BattleBots is the American one, and it's recently been renewed. Yes, I saw the last season and I remember watching that as a kid
1: I think it was I think it was on uh, when we had Foxtel
2: Uh, I remember getting up super like you'd have to get up at 5.30 in the morning on a Saturday to watch Robot Wars because it was on at 6 and my absolute favourite robot was Chaos 2
1: I I don't remember Chaos 2
2: pretty much the best flipping the best flipping robot ever made I think
1: I've seen that like in compilations on YouTube and it was it was really the other
2: popular robot of the time was Razor
1: was that the one with the claw
2: yeah yeah the f- it was the first pinching robot yeah the pinchy one and they're, they're that. very popular now I think there were three pinching robots in the last BattleBots
1: well yeah they're, they're very powerful because they're, they're focusing all the force on one tiny point so you know
2: yeah uh, oh they're very effective yeah um, <laughs> except when you've got when you've got two pinching robots fighting together they it looks, it looks more like they're dancing <laughs> yeah um, because they can't, like, really like get, needles, like. they can't really get they can't really get at yeah. each other
1: it, it's, it's a really cool show but I'm I'm curious how you'd make it into a movie.
2: Well, you just have a much larger tournament and just have it, you know, go on for longer. Uh, I'm
1: not sold on it. Are there going to be robot love interests?
2: Yes, of course. Oh, okay, I'm sold. There's already the forbidden love between Bronco and Tombstone. Actually, I wonder if there's any rule... <laughs>
1: You're going to look up Rule 34 of of Battlebot. Uh, Yeah, hold on. I'm looking at it. I'm looking it up. Rule 34 of Battlebots. I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up.
0: Why does my questions always have to end up in a whole lot of (laughs) boxes? No
1: images found. Well, shit.
0: Well, now we've got to make it. Now we've
1: got to make it. I don't want to make this.
0: It's got to happen. Well, it's got to happen. It has to.
1: (sighs) I guess I'll talk to the guy. We could could commission the guy. I'll talk to the guy. He still owes me some pictures.
2: I'll, I'll speak with Margaret in finance. What is the next big blockbuster of 2016, Darian?
1: The next big blockbuster of 2016. Her name is Big Bertha, and she's an enormous crane that's going to be deployed to a lot of demolition sites. Do uh, you get it? Yeah. You get it? Did I... <laughs> <laughs> someone, 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 a. She's Did busting sh- blocks. Thing? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Someone, some, can we can we edit in some sound for that? <laughs> Terrible joke. I'll see what I can do. Find find some non-copyright I need a bit sound effects.
1: <laughs> Oh, no, I need a, I need a, <laughs> and a, <laughs> yeah,
0: wop wah- wop wah- just... wah- <laughs> wah- <laughs> yeah. we'll
2: we'll see what we can do. Ryan?
0: Oh, yes, it is my my thing. Well, I'm going to go back to a more serious answer. I envision that the next big blockbuster of 2016 is War of the Wheat. It's a tragic period romance set in Western Australia in 1932, where Sergeant Jack John O'Hundley, veteran of Gallipoli, settles back in Australia with his wife, Betsy, to return to a peaceful life as a farmer from allotted land from the government. However, he's called back to action by Major Meredith to fight a new threat on the home front. And really, it's a movie based on the events of the Great Emu War of 1932. Ha, <laughs>
2: ha, I would watch that just based on that on that summary. I would watch that movie.
0: It's um, it's it's gonna be. It's got everything there for the family. It's got it's got romance. It's got it's got romantic tension because uh, Jono now has to decide whether or not he should fight for his country against this this great emu plague, or uh, or follow his be loyal to his wife Betsy, who who doesn't want the emus killed because they're lovely birds, lovely big flightless birds. Which wouldn't kill an ostrich, but they seem fine with killing emus. So. I'd kill an ostrich. That's would so, so, neck
1: i'd snap its fucking neck
2: well actually darian you you give yourself too much credit i think if you tried to sn- if you tried to snap an ostrich's neck it would kill no, you no i
1: just i just walk up to the fucker and bam knee in the neck
2: i'm fairly certain you would die <laughs> no i'm i'm actually completely certain you would you'd be killed right, by all right, all right. an ostrich I'd walk up to
1: the ostrich shoot it with a tranquilizer then bam knee in the neck
0: well that's unfair isn't it i don't fucking
1: care it's an ostrich fuck it for, for, any, for
0: anyone for anyone who's not in Australia and has not heard of the Great Emu War, uh, uh, just do a search on Wikipedia and then come back to the podcast.
2: Uh, hint: We lost. We
1: lost. <laughs> Fucking emus, man. They
0: we lost against
2: emus. That's how good at war Listen, we don't, are.
1: Don't discount emus. They are amazing tacticians. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> They're nature's soldiers, they are.
0: I'm pretty sure they were in cahoots with the cassowary. Fucking There's cassowaries. Like an access, well, an an cassowaries are just,
2: the... are just little, more armoured emus, Ca- aren't cassowaries they?
1: Cassowaries are emu plus, okay? Yeah.
2: <laughs> an emu might be able to kill you, a cassowary will kill you. Regardless of whether it can or not, it will kill Small
1: you. Small emus are adorable, though.
2: And now, it's time for Terrible Superpowers! A terrible superpower for this week you have the ability to possess starfish one at a time starfish of course have poor senses and move an average of nine miles per hour while possessing one you swear uncontrollably darian
1: Ah, my turn. I go first. Yes. Well, alright. It's very simple. Very simple indeed. I team up with someone else. Possibly one of you. Whoever has the less scruples. You see, we're gonna scam people.
2: That'll be Jake. Yeah, that'd be me.
1: You see, what I'd do is carry around a starfish. You'd pose as a Catholic priest.
2: I already like this idea.
1: We'd travel around. I'd possess the starfish. Start swearing uncontrollably. Speaking in tongues, etc. Because it's a superpower, you know. If you tested me, things would show up weird, you know. And then you exercise me so a we scam people for money b we completely fuck up the the realms of science and religion
0: ryan i'm not sure how to answer this (laughs) use your imagination or don't all right not
1: at the improv
0: what that's my answer Night at the improv Night at the improv just just do you want to just take expand on that well i take the starfish to the improv control it swear uncontrollably comic success
1: I'm not sure that's how improv works.
0: I'm not sure how improv works either. I mean, it can work that way. It is, yeah. It All is, I know is it involves... It's freeform,
1: freeform,
2: Actually, I think you'd get more traction at, at like, a poetry reading, because it would be seen as edgy and artistic. No,
0: maybe, maybe, no, no, probably not poetry. I'd say, I'd say, um, like, a, an art gallery in Surrey Hills i would
2: I would make a starfish mockumentary I would, I would film it myself by setting up the cameras first and you know I would play all the roles edited afterwards I would, I would put myself in, into a soundproof booth while I was possessing the starfish so I didn't corrupt the audio or anything so people don't get disturbed by my swearingness and then I would after shooting it would be kind of like the Blair Witch with starfish so it would start out like a regular starfish documentary and then the starfish would start to Get murdered.
0: Couldn't couldn't you just do like a sob documentary story about how Starfish possessed you to swear uncontrollably and then and then and then send it to a current affair or today tonight.
2: I could do that or I could recreate the Blair Witch project with Starfish. Now which would you prefer to do, Ryan? Blair Witch Project. Exactly. I still can't wait until that last one down there. There's two more episodes until that last one. <laughs> I can't wait for it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright guys, Uh, any final words? Any last thing to say? Say it now. The safe word is...
1: Don't do drugs, unless you want to.
2: Glue sticks are my best friend. Thank you for joining us here on Foolish Works Presents The Hypothetical Hour. If you have any hypotheticals you would like us to discuss, or if you want to answer one of the questions mentioned in today's episode, you can email us here at hypotheticalhour at foolishworks.com. And if you want to continue listening to three guys discussing nothing of any particular consequence, head on over to foolishworks.com and subscribe.
1: Or find us on Pocket Casts. Or iTunes. I'm being chased by Sleepy Gerbil! Gerbil. Fuck. I'd kill an ostrich.